everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. And again, we told everyone with 2022, we're going to continuously bring you all fresh faces who are on the rise in pro wrestling. And our guest on this episode is none other than one of those people. It's Miss Avery Bro. How's it going? It's good. How are you guys? I'm going to be well. straight honest with you. Uh, where we're at, it's 930 in the morning. I actually slept in a little bit. And it is freezing cold. It's 15 degrees. And so where you're at, it looks really cozy. And it could be because of your buddy there on the bed. But what is the temperature? Um, it actually was kind of chilly this morning when I was letting him outside. I'm trying to see exactly how it's been cold in Florida the past few days in the morning. And then like by lunchtime, it's 75 again. So let's see. Right now it's like 50. So that's frigid 50. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. It's so hard over here. I seen a a weather forecast or whatever for Florida. I think it was yesterday. And they said they had all four seasons. So some of the areas were like 29 degrees and then all the way in my eighties. You never know what you're going to get in Florida, even in a single day. It changes so much. You're like, "Eh, all right. (laughs) Every time we vacation there, at some point during the day, there is some sprinkling and some rain, at least at <laughs> some point. Uh, it may mm-hmm. be for 20 minutes. It may be for 10. It could be for a couple hours. My aunt and uncle actually live right outside of Kissimmee, down I-4 towards Tampa. And so we frequent the area almost every year uh, to get down there to kind of visit them. Absolutely love that. Now, are you in Orlando? Or are you kind of off? centered like towards Kissimmee or um I'm kind of mostly Orlando yeah I think a lot of people don't realize that there's actually a city Orlando because they Mm -hmm. automatically think Disney World area is where Orlando is and I'm like no keep going Mm -hmm. up I-4 keep going up Mm I-4 actually a city Uh, and that's of course where the Orlando magic and stuff like that so you're down there in a great area for pro wrestling right now. Florida, over the last couple of years, is a hotbed. Uh, you know, you know, NXT's down that way. And then during mm-hmm. the pandemic, AEW was really based out of Florida as well. And you're kind of new to the game, getting your feet wet still. But mm-hmm. you're finding those great opportunities as far as either wrestling in Tampa Bay area or other parts, St. Pete. Tell us a little bit about the Florida lifestyle for our pro wrestler right now. Um, so for me, I am super, super busy all the time. I'm sure most of us uh, wrestlers are, especially starting out. Um, I still work like a normal job, obviously, um, until, you know, things start ramping up a bit. But so for me, I go to work. Then I usually go straight to training afterwards um, at Flatback still. And then I come home, work out, and then me and this guy go to bed because, you know, he has hard days. He's exhausted. (laughs) So, you know, talk about the, um, is is it intimidating with so many opportunities and so many wrestling uh, promotions running shows? Do you feel like you have to like really be ready for every opportunity or do you feel like it's just a blessing and then you can work everywhere? 
I definitely feel like it's a little bit of both. Obviously, it's always a blessing to have so many places to be able to work. Um, especially, like you said, Florida is really big right now. Um, I've gone a, to a few other states just uh, from some of my friends knowing the promotions or just they somehow. Um, but you also always want to be ready for any opportunity uh, that can arise at any time because it would be horrible if something crazy, uh, crazy cool popped up and you were just like, oh, sorry, like I'm not ready or I can't make it. Like that would be the worst thing ever. So I would say it's definitely, uh, definitely both. But you always want to uh, stay humble and ready. What is one of those places that you've been to so far outside of Florida that really fits your comfort zone? Um, I would say probably Indiana. That's where I go about once a month, sometimes every two months or so. They're really cool up there, Wrestling Theology Fellowship. Um, they're just all really nice people and all really cool to work with. Uh, and it was so cool because I'd never been besides going to uh, Notre Dame. I had never actually like been to the state and um, like hung out there. So it was cool to go up there and like, it was during fall for them. So I know down here we don't get fall. So it was cool to experience that as well. So I'd say up there is pretty cool to go to. Yeah, Indiana is Tom's uh, neck of the woods. Um, so we're very aware of the Indiana scene, but you mentioned them. You mentioned Notre Dame. Go I'm, a big, I'm a big Michigan guy. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Um, but I got the LSU mug too. I gotta stay stay true to the home, you know? Well, that kind of that kind of brings me to this because Notre Dame's coach, Brian Kelly, just left them to go to mm -hmm. LSU. So how do you feel about that move? Um at first, I was like, that's a little weird. But the more, like, time went on and him doing all of the interviews and the Southern twang and all that that people were saying that he was doing, uh, I was like, no, Brian's a cool guy. I was like, I feel like he'll fit, he'll fit uh, well at LSU, especially with someone as big as a personality, you know, as Ed O leaving. Uh, I, I think that we needed someone that would have just as much personality, but also could keep the guys in line and Brian Kelly has always seemed like that kind of stand-up guy that's like a really good coach but also just cool with his players so I feel like it's going to be really good for LSU um I'm just excited to see what he does yeah I, I thought LSU was really on the right path I mean Ed Orgeron did a really good job you know with LSU and then this year, the wheels kind of fell off a little bit. Mm -hmm, but there's a lot mm -hmm. of programs who wheels have kind of fallen off with these transfer portals and people transferring to school to school. And then Notre Dame's just always in the conversation every mm -hmm. single year. Uh, a lot of it has to do with they're not involved in a conference play. Mm -hmm. uh, so their schedule's a little bit easier, but they do play some big guns. So it was kind of like a strange move for me for Brian Kelly to decide just to leave Notre Dame. Maybe he thought there was a lot of pressure there. Uh, yeah, I thought it was weird, too, but maybe on the competitive side, I could see him wanting to play in a conference, and in the SEC, I mean, the SEC is one of the hardest conferences to play in, so I could see, like, that aspect of it as well, and then, I mean, you get to live in Louisiana and eat the food. 
was like, we're just a win-win situation right here. Eating the food down in Louisiana could take some years off your life. Um, <laughs> we have a Cajun style restaurant here and it's very authentic Cajun, but I could not eat some of that stuff daily. So what is your go-to Cajun meal? Mm. I love crawfish, like boiled crawfish is where it's at. I will make sure I go home every Easter since I've been living in Florida because my family boils crawfish every Easter. That's like a given and I will not miss it. So that's what I'm going to say. See, our, our restaurant here, they'll deep fry the crawfish and I mm. absolutely love it. It's, it's great. It's anything fried is, is so good, but so bad at the same time. <laughs> So talking a little bit about your wrestling career, um, we know character development is very important to get fans attached and things like that. So do you have certain things that you like to draw inspiration from for your character? Uh, yeah, I have a few things. Right now I'm working on like a, a Mardi Gras type persona. Uh, so... Obviously, I lived it growing up and stuff like that, so I, it's easy to, like, pull from there. But I'm actually excited. I think I'm going to get to go back this year, maybe catch some parades, um, because it's been a few years, like, with quarantine, and then, obviously, we haven't had it still with COVID, which is completely understandable. Um, so it'll be cool to go and see and just, like, experience it again, especially now doing what I'm doing. Like, I'll be able to look at it in a different way than just going before and being like, ah, throw me some beads. Thanks. <laughs> I'll go home now. Um, so that, I also just look to other wrestlers all the time. I watch um, everything that I can just to see people's different mannerisms or how, you know, they go about things or the way that you can tell the way that people prepare and stuff. So I also do that as well. As far as your wrestling training goes, you've training with a great group um, down there in Florida, Tyler Breeze, Sean Spears. So when you look at that and you see where their careers have taken them, does that give you more motivation or more pressure? I would say definitely more motivation. Um, that was one of, I feel like that's the reason that you choose to go to Flatbacks is because of those two guys right there. Uh, just their careers alone and then you meet them and they're such great people and they have so 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 much knowledge and like they every single day they have something new that I'm like how do you even think about that like, like that's crazy how they their brains work but I mean they've been doing it for so long and they're so great and successful that it makes sense so I would definitely say it's more um motivating and then obviously you have a little pressure on the back end because you know <laughs> that they're watching you and they're like holding you because they only want the best for you now you didn't get into pro wrestling till right at the pandemic is that correct yes around then as so, far as wanting to do it right so tell us what made you finally go with that because if if i'm correct you are a very, very successful volleyball player. And when I say very successful, that's probably an understatement. And I know there comes a time when people 
don't want to no longer, you know, be involved in athletics and things of that nature. But to jump for something like that to pro wrestling, that is a huge, huge kind of swerve. And the only other person I know who kind of did that was Charlotte Flair. Uh, yeah, so I played volleyball, played basketball. Um, at one point, I did women's tackle football because football is my favorite sport. So I wanted to do that as well. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, ah, oh, like, what do I do now? Like, without sports, like, I don't, that's who I am. That's me. I don't, I, I worked at Disney for a while. I did the Disney college program a few times. Um, and I was like, I just, I don't know what I'm looking for. Like I graduated college. I did everything I was supposed to do. And like, I'm just, I feel so unfulfilled. I don't, I don't know like what to do with my life. And then finally during the pandemic was when we were all at home, we had nothing to do. And so besides like watch TV. And so that was one of the things that came on again was WWE. And I had watched it when I was younger. Um, and I always appreciated like the athleticism of everybody and just how crazy professional wrestling is. Um, and so I think it hit me like during the pandemic, finally, I was thinking like, why not? This makes perfect sense. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's physical, it's competitive. I also danced my entire life, like competitively danced. So I was like the showmanship. I was like, it's, that makes sense. Why didn't I think of this before? Yeah, but then having the nerve to go do it is also another thing. So your first few days of training, were you kind of thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have tried this? Because I know some people, once they take those first couple of bumps, it kind of re, you know, rejuvenates their thinking process. See, I was the exact opposite. Um, I think Breeze and I even had a talk one day after class and he was, we were kind of talking about the same thing, what made me go into wrestling and like um, how I was feeling about it. And um, I was like, oh no, as soon as we started just warming up, like doing front rolls, I was like, oh. it felt like so good to be back doing like something physical and stuff. I was like, no, no, no. I knew right then, like, this is it. And then just taking bumps and all that for the first time. Like, yes, it's such an awkward and weird feeling that nobody knows unless you do it. Um, definitely pain. But <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this is it. This is so much fun. <laughs> so, you know, you talked about having the fandom when you were younger. Um, how strong was that fandom? And did, did it take getting back actually into um, training and things like that for it to be fully reinvigorated or was watching it, you know, during the pandemic enough that really sparked the interest in the, the idea of pro wrestling? I would say uh, my fandom when I was younger was more of just if it was on, I was going to watch it. I definitely wasn't like super, super into it just because I was always so busy. Um, play, like, like I said, playing sports and I was always traveling with either sports or dancing. My mom and I used to, I think, spend like every weekend away from the house because we were traveling somewhere for me. Um, she was the best. So it definitely wasn't like 
as much as I would have liked it to been. But yes, as soon as I saw it again during the pandemic, and then obviously you're older, so I feel like you appreciate it a little bit more or like look at it in a different light than when you're younger, um, especially if you're going to try to pursue it as a career. So yeah, that definitely invigorated it a lot. And you mentioned you did some work with Disney and earlier this week, uh, Tom and I at our shoot jobs had a small discussion. There was something on Facebook about ranking your all time favorite Disney animated movies. Mm. And so I'm just curious to you, what would be your number one uh, animated Disney movie of all time? Myself and Tom both really love Big Hero 6. So what is yours? Mm. Big Hero 6 was a very good movie. Um, I remember not watching it until on our way to Disney actually for our senior trip in high school, they put it on the bus that we were riding on and I had not seen it before. And I was like, Hey, this is a really good movie, which I feel like most Disney movies are. Yeah. You don't even like realize it. And then you watch it and you're like, that was a banging movie. <sighs> Favorite though. I feel like because it's so recent, I want to go with either either of the Frozen. Those were really good. Um, Frozen 2 made me giggle a lot more. So I'm going to go with Frozen 2 because Olaf just keeps me laughing all the time. <laughs> yeah, D Disney is such a weird company sometimes when it comes to their animated movies. Like the last few have not really intrigued me to watch. But I'm sure if I watched them, I would think that they're great. And I'm talking about, like, I think it's Luca and even the new one, mm -hmm. Encanto, that just came out. I haven't really cared to watch those yet. But it always brings out the kid and every single person. And when we go down to Disney World, my wife is worse than my kids <laughs> as far as seeing things and got to go here and we got to go over here and we got to go over here. Are you the same way every time you walk into Disney? Absolutely not. <laughs> Only because I worked there, um, like on and off for a span of three years, and I got to go whenever I wanted. That, like, by the time my family would come visit, which they would come often because they also love Disney, I'd be like, I don't even want to wait in this line for 10 minutes. <laughs> and they'd be like, Sierra, it's like, or 10 minutes long, like, we don't get it. And I'd be like, yeah, but. I can come whenever and and spoiled. literally walk on here. You got spoiled with the Disney experience. I did. I got spoiled. I haven't been in a very, very long time. So I feel like now if I were to go, I'd probably get all excited again and want to wait in line because I feel like it's, yeah, like since last May or something. I haven't been in a while. We went last February and it was probably the best time we had ever been. Of course, there was a lot of limitations as far as um, how many people they were letting into the park. So it wasn't overcrowded. And we were able to ride every single ride about two or three times. And we've knocked out every ride in the park now. So it's great. Mm, see, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> I've never been. So it's on my bucket list. Just haven't done it. Gotta come. Yeah, that's especially what, that's experiencing what, it your first time. Oh, 
it's it's good. It's good. But I'm I'm a bigger fan of Universal as far as the rides go, and that's just because they're I guess some of them are a little bit more updated, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of Disney there's still a lot of the puppet the puppetry you know, but Universal for me is more for the big big kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Which my brother will hate me because he loves Disney so much. Any mention of Universal, he's not having it. Um, but I do agree that uh, for older kids, the Universal rides are definitely more thrill than Disney. But obviously, Disney always has the nostalgia, you know. So it's 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 an even balance, I'd say. <laughs> So 2022, everything is kind of going up and down right now. Some places are already starting to cancel shows again. Cases are starting to rise again. But what is the game plan for you for this year? Is there any promotion in particular that you got your eyes set on or a specific person that you're dying to get in the ring with this year? Hmm. Specific promotion, I wouldn't say. Because I'd like to work everywhere and all all kinds of promotions um I definitely want to make some some bigger moves than last year obviously because I just first started starting out and now I'm kind of getting in the groove of things and getting like my schedule and everything worked out a specific person I would say right now uh there's a girl that I train with all the time and we want so badly to have a match together. We've been trying. Um, so I'd say right now she's us having a match is our main goal. Uh, so we've been working on that and I think it might happen next weekend. We're still trying to work it out, but <laughs> next weekend, maybe. You want a name dropper? Uh, sure. It's Valentina Rossi. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Now, aren't y'all involved in a tag team match coming up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. We are also next weekend in St. Pete with Tampa Bay Pro. Her and I, we're going to team up, and then we'll see how it goes. If I'm we lose, I might, have to, I might have to beat her up. I don't know. <laughs> it could be a Shawn Michaels-Marty Jannetty situation. I mean, who knows? I mean... I guess we'll have to wait and see till next weekend how she does. I don't want to say I'm undefeated there because I've not won at Tampa Bay, but like, if she makes me lose, it's not going to be good. You're well, definitely Sean, aren't you? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I could, I could see it. I could see it already brewing. <laughs> ah, see. So, <laughs> uh, this is your chance before we let you go. Tell everyone where they can find you on social media. And if you got anywhere that you want to plug some of your merchandise or some shows that you're going to be at coming up, like you just mentioned, here's your shot. Sure. Um, Instagram is Avery bro underscore. And then Twitter and Facebook is just Avery bro. Um, my merch is Avery And matches I have coming up are obviously the one next weekend in St. Pete that I mentioned. And then uh, I think in a, I think the next time in, I'm in Indiana is March, I want to say. Um, and I'll be in St. Pete a few weekends from now as well. And then I'm always usually in Pavo, Georgia. 
as well. I think they run the second or third weekend of the month. So yes, yeah, so that's where I'll be the next few months is either Georgia, Indiana, or Florida right now, hoping to get to the Carolinas soon. I think we have something in the works there, but yeah. Yeah, definitely let us know uh, the Indiana dates coming up. We'll make sure to push that really hard for you. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll show up and come up and give you a watch, uh, depending on what night of the week it is and if it works out with our shoot jobs as well. But yes, I yeah, did that'd be cool. your, and for everyone out there, I did go to her big cartels. And I love your design logo uh, for your shirt. Thank it's got you. that Mardi Gras feel to it. And of course, she does have eight by tens for anyone who wants an eight by ten on there as well. So pick yourself up some of that merch. Mm-hmm. Avery, thank you so much for spending time with us uh, for this episode. Best of luck to you in the future. Uh, definitely really, really bright things ahead for you. I really feel like it once uh, you start getting that consistency with things not shutting down and the bookings coming in, more people are going to get a hold of you really quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, so thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. For everyone out there, again, make sure you're doing what you need to do. Stay safe so you can go out and watch Avery. Go out and watch all the great men and women throughout the world of wrestling. Um, I know it's scary in a lot of places. Shows are starting to get canceled. But if you, everyone's doing what they need to do and follow the rules, perhaps they won't cancel the shows. Uh, so make sure you are doing that. Also, check out our PWT store. We've got a lot of new merchandise up on there. Get yourself some of that as well. And if you're traveling to and from, need a good book on the flight, Independent Road to Wrestler's Journey, uh, my book, and Loving Casey Nelson, make sure to pick up a copy of that. Um, we are still working very hard on the all-women's book uh, that we're about to put out. Uh, I know I told everyone last year it was probably going to be March. It's not going to be March. Uh, <laughs> but Tom can tell you some of the talent that's being involved in this. It takes time. Uh, and we've had some talent have to fall out of the project uh, because they're getting signed to big companies. And that's something that we always encourage. Like, listen, if you got to cancel, I'm great with you. As long as you're getting signed somewhere, I'm good with you. So... Uh, it's going to take a little bit of time, but we're getting closer. I'm going to tell everyone it's probably going to be uh, maybe April. Uh, so just pump your brakes uh, and we'll get that book out because it's going to be remarkable. So thank everyone out there. Uh, again, stay safe, do what you need to do, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see y'all next week.